Classic Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. That intro is never going to get old grassy. And mm. hey, oh, mm. gentlemen, we're back. We're back. We're back. Tuesdays back. with Kurt Benkert have returned after a Monday night victory last week and following a Sunday night victory this week, we bring back the legend, the man who is about to make history by three-peating and proving his dominance over the NFL in the fortnights. Ladies and gentlemen, Packers QB, Kurt Benkert. Appreciate it. We have a lot of weeks to go, and the intros just keep getting better. So I'm just I'm expecting really big things by week. But 18. it's gonna be rough. Like the, the by yeah. week 17, like we're gonna have a 45 minute intro, and it's no just, doubt. it's gonna be rattling. Just cut. Off. It, I appreciate it. it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for showing up. Really appreciate it. Thank you. That's uh that's been great. But Kurt, it's been a couple weeks, buddy. How you been? How you doing? I'm feeling like a winner, man. Feeling, feeling like a winner. I think. What our last the last time we did the podcast, it was right after the the Saints loss. That was the first one, right? Yeah, yep, yep. We're undefeated. Since this podcast started, we are undefeated. So coincidence. I, that's all I want to say. Coincidence? I think not. No, I think not. I don't think that's a coincidence, folks. No. So listen, the Ben Kurt Grassi connection is strong. Mm. It is strong. Buy stocks now. All right. Yeah. I know I know Kurt's been in, involved with some investing. Yes. Big investing investor. in the show. Yes, invest in the show. That's nice. Stonks are up, baby. They're up. Stonks. <laughs> Stonks. Listen, last week, just recap a little bit. Yeah. Had a home opener, Monday night football. Mm. Detroit Lions coming off, as we talked about, not a great loss. Yeah, it was disappointing. A little, little, little disappointing. A little disappointing. And uh, you guys came out, close game in the half. Close game, right? Close game. And then yep. second half. Took care of business. Flipped it on. Took care of business. Got a couple questions for you. First yeah. of all, how was your first regular season game at Lambeau freaking fracking field? Yeah, that was uh, just like setting the scene with the national anthem, the flyover, the fireworks, the chills. And I always stand like right behind like Aaron and Devontae. So like I see their interactions and they look at each other and like, yo, that was fucking sweet. Yeah. Like. It was just like the whole scene. I felt like I was in a movie. Like I felt like I was an extra in a movie. And it was sweet. Yeah, it was awesome. You're just Maverick from Top Gun. Yeah, <laughs> all, like, all of the uh, all the cell phones in the stands. Like just to to look around and see it and like just be right in it, man. That was pretty cool. And I mean, my sources could be wrong. I heard there was no wave while the offense was on the field. That is true. The wave cut off right before we took a snap. So they're figuring it out. They, they got it all out of their system yep. during the preseason, For me. and now it's all business. We're putting on our suits, we're putting on our ties, and we're getting it done. No doubt. But you get the first dub last mm. week. Was there kind of uh, any sense of, like, a little sense of relief? Because we talked about going into week one, yeah. and maybe there was, like, a little bit of overconfidence of, like, listen, we're the Green Bay mother loving Packers, right? Like, we're going we're gonna to go in, we're going to kick these guys' ass, you know, Florida yeah. – you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna rock it. Yeah, does doesn't end up that well. And then uh, you come out, you put a strong performance up. Aaron Rodgers is like, yes. How's the feeling post Lions game? It was like a thank God we got that out of the way type thing. I would say like 
it's a game that we clearly felt like we should win, but to, sure. to just get the monkey off our back from week one, I think that was huge. Um, and not that like we need the confidence, but it's just to be one and one. And then you look at the division standings, and you're like, okay, now let's roll. Let's get back to doing what we're doing. Um, and I just think it was a good way to, to get on Monday night football, the, uh, the first loss out of the way from the week before and just keep it rolling. Made it, made the first week feel like a preseason game. That's it. It was just, yeah. it, we, we were so used to the preseason for game season. Yeah. That's it. Long it's season. It's fine. It's it's yeah. all good. Now heading into this week, though, yeah, it may be a little bit of a different feeling because yeah. the the things that should have gone right heading into the game didn't go right. Elton Jenkins, yep, getting injured, big big oof, yep. right? Kevin King, game day, not playing, yep, right. So and you're already going against against a tough opponent in which the Green Bay Packers. I know Kurt, you weren't on the team, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Santa Clara hasn't been kind to the Green yeah. Bay Packers. Lost the past six of nine against the 49ers. Good number, though. It's, that's true. It's very good. It's a, it's a nice, it's a nice yeah, number. Nice number. It's nice. It's nice. Feeling uh, that way with all these things potentially going wrong, what's kind of the mentality, the feeling, especially in the QB room? You know, yeah. Aaron Rodgers wants to beat the 49ers. Heading in, how, how are we feeling heading into Santa Clara? Yeah, I think like. Everyone across the board was confident, but you just, it's one of those games where like, it's not like a, you're not going to go in and dominate some like good teams in the NFL. Like no matter how good of a team you are, you don't go in like dominating. It's not how it is. Everyone has good players. Everyone has good coaches. Like the top teams that you'll see in the playoffs, like you just know it's going to come down to who can hold on longer, who can make the less mistakes and who can take care of the football. And that was like, we knew that it was going to be like, these are the types of games you play football for and you're, you want to be a part of this for like Sunday night, prime time yeah. against a playoff caliber team, like just two good teams going at it. And it, I mean, it went down to the very end. Um, but we just knew that was the game we were in for. Now, before we get into the less important questions, um, we were rocking the boots <clears throat> in week two. Yes. Week three. I didn't get a chance, and this is this is on me for not yeah. doing my research. This is on me for not doing my due diligence. Mm-hmm. What was the fit? What were we rocking? Did we stick with the week two success? Yes. Week two was the Thursday boots, which yeah. love those boots. But week week three, a longer trip. You want to have a little more comfort in the long trip. Mm. So I went with the new age new balances. Okay. I don't know exact the exact model, but they're not they're not the dad shoes. They're like the they okay. kind of look like the new balance Yeezys in a way. $70 Dick Sporting Goods all white gum bottoms. And then of course, in pregame, I'm catching like, you know, sideline toe taps from Alan Lazard. We're just out there playing and I get grass stains on my white, on my white shoes. So we might have to get a new shoe for this week, but it's going to be in that wheelhouse. So, I mean, it's just another check about why Santa Clara is awful, but that's not, it's not here or there. They're grass, obviously. Who, Who spray paints their grass? green we should look up the company and i wasn't i really wasn't ready for in this time of year like that's like a winter thing like when it feels da- dying you spray painted green i mean it was spray painted green well to be fair to be <clears> fair <throat> to be fair uh the 49ers stadium last year was on covid the whole stadium so yeah. i mean maybe it's just it's just trying to slowly recover right now yeah. so you know i don't yeah. want to put i don't want to blame it all on the the grounds yeah. crew but let's yeah. just say maybe uh maybe the current condition of their field is reflective of how they're going to do this year 
sorry, we won, so I gotta be, I gotta be a little confident. Yeah, just, no doubt. Just, I could say that now, going into the game. I'm just, oh, <laughs> yeah, God. you can definitely say it after the fact. Now, now, that's why you do the trash talk after the game, at that because yeah. then you don't get in trouble. So then you're good. Yeah. Now, all right. So you're watching this game unfold, right? Well, I, I'm assuming we're going nuts on the sideline. We're rocking. Oh, man. I have never dog cussed a ref so hard for so long in my life. When, Kurt? Which time? Which time, Kurt? I can't get into it because I will probably get fined. And if I get fined, it's like a whole, it's like a lot to me versus other guys. But I will say I have never had such a, a migraine from yelling and dog cussing one single human that looked like Elmer Fudd for so long. I mean, it was just like, it was pretty impressive on my part. Like I came, I came to play that night. Yeah. You, the face was red. <laughs> it was just like, you're like, <gasps> Yeah, no. yeah, I mean, listen, yeah. I will, I, I'll be honest. That was probably one of the most angry games I've been at in a very long, it's been like years since yeah. I was like legitimately angry. Yeah. Cause I'm like, at what point, like, are we just like, we're not, what are we doing here? Like, did, at, at did what point? Been, yeah, I, I can't even go. I, yeah. They put yeah. the Venmo payment in first. Like, I'm sorry. We're, we're going to call certain things in which we're like, you know, tapping QBs on the shoulder yeah. and that's, that's 15 yards. Or we're going to have a little DPI, yeah. you know, on Stokes, who's like a little, little tippy tap, mm-hmm. but you know, a guy gets hit in the head and uh, it's all, it's fine. They're just, they're just I, I looked up right after the game. Cause I had an angry tweet, like all like, I, I know I, like, I knew I couldn't tweet it, but I was going to be like, I was going to do it in a way that I couldn't technically get in trouble. Cause I'm very okay. like, you know, I'm technical about that. But it was what is the salary, the average salary of an NFL official, and it is two hundred and five thousand dollars. Oh, it's higher. higher. Yeah, it's higher than my my salary on practice squad. And I wanted to say something along the lines of like I could have watched the game in the same light that he did. I was going to go down that path, but we left it that in drafts. Was, yeah, we definitely we left it in drafts because that's a recipe for disaster. But that's what we have a finsta for, buddy. Like that—that's what we got the burners for. Like that's—I that's might have to. I might have to create a burner. Just, we just and I'll call it not burner. not my burner. But everyone knows it's me. But you can't officially say it was me because yeah. Listen, buddy, it's right there. Bert Kenkert. Yep. Done. Yep. <laughs> Done. Yep. It's just a picture of you upside down. Yeah. And that's it. Like you could be wearing seven in the profile pic and be like, "That's yep. not me. I wear six. That's. Facts. I don't know what you guys are talking about. That's facts. That, those are big facts. So <sighs> the officiating, um, yeah, not ideal. Uh, we know we don't want yeah. to get fined, even though, listen, we'll, we'll raise the money. We got this, but you know, I, you know, I don't doubt that if any group could raise the money to cover my fine and be this group, it's the grassy posse, baby. Yeah. Like it, it's the grassy yeah. posse all the way. And it ain't even yeah. close. It ain't even close. Yeah. But I will say, um, all right. Terrible officiating aside, 49ers pull ahead with less than a minute left. 37 yeah. seconds. To be yeah. exact, right? Please tell me what the mood is on the sideline as soon as you check scores. Because I'm looking at this, and I'm like, I've seen this before. Yeah. Well, honestly, it goes back to the play they scored on. I like everyone. You can kind of feel it. Like, just let them effing score. Just let yeah. them score. Just let them score. Because if there's anyone that you want to give 37 seconds to, it's our guy. And. I don't know why they were celebrating so heavily with 37 seconds left, but I mean, it's, it's just, it's so cool. Cause like being a fan of Aaron's before sure. and watching it happen on TV, it's like, it feels like, ah, oh, it's going to, it's going to happen. Cause it's Aaron, but like being on the sideline, it's like a, it's a different feel because you're in it like live. It's like, we're probably like, he's probably going to pull this off, but it feels a little, little more like not storybook is real. Like it's got to happen. 
it's like storybook though but yeah but, like, but i'm just sitting there and he hit the first one to Devonte, and i'm like oh if he, okay. he, he called that one because because i don't hear the i don't hear the play calls in two minutes because aaron calls them okay so in so two minutes, all aaron yeah so like normally we have a headset that the plays are coming in like for normal plays but okay, in two cool. minutes there's no talking it's just aaron doing his thing and so LaFleur gives them a little bit like reminders here and there, but like, it's, that's the, that's the, that's the cool part about being there and watching it live. It's like, Holy shit. This guy is just going that's to work. Him. Like that's him. I mean, yeah, I was ready to roll out the red carpet. Like as soon as he spiked it. Yeah, Cause he gets it down. And like, it's funny. Cause now you're seeing it all over like online, like Devante's like the game's done as soon as we spiked it. Like yep. there's just that confidence yeah. because Mason Crosby's going up there. Yep. Was like the, like the dude from South Park. Yep, he put him in yep. the wheelbarrow. Yep. He's just like, oh, don't mind me. <laughs> just yep. Mason Crosby here, yep. the silver-haired fox, and he just <laughs> – Yep. I mean, you got to be going wild on the sideline as soon as that thing Dude, goes to the upright. I haven't – yeah, that was, the, that was one of the coolest games I've ever been a part of. And, like, it wasn't even a playoff game, but it felt like what a playoff game feels like. And, like, with the – just – you know, somewhere down the line, that win is going to come and, and really affect a lot later in the year. And oh, yeah. That's just a good one to have under your belt. And for it to go like that, like this early in the year, some teams just don't see adversity until late. And then that's – if you hadn't seen adversity until late, then you get on a skid late. It's like – that's tough. You'd rather, like, win less games early and, and catch it later. But the fact that we've gone through adversity and it's not like it was just an easy game, I think those games, man, those mean more than on the blow, like the blowout wins. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, you guys went up against a tough opponent yeah. on the road on a shortened week, oh, missing yeah. key players. I mean, yeah. Bach is not there. Yeah. Jenkins out. Z, Z is out. Yeah. You know, Kevin King is out. Like, all these people are yeah. out. And you're, you're still able to go in, get the W. And I think, honestly, surprised a lot of people, not even just the win, but how yeah. both the offensive line and even the D-line Dude. played. Because... Yeah. Everyone was talking about after week two. Well, it's just the Lions, yeah. like, you know, and all that stuff. Seemed to quiet a lot of people down. Dude, and it's, like, it's a testament one. Like, we know we have really good players. And, like, when our guys play really well, like, the games look so good. But, like, this was a game where, like, I feel like the coaches had to show what they were about, too. And the game plan that we had with our line and our the chips that we had, the tight end chips, oh, yeah. the running back chips, like, at some – like, there are, like, two or three points in the game where I'm seeing Bobby Tanyan – just laying on top of Bosa and I'm just losing it on the sideline. Like, let's Dude. like, just let them hang. And that's like a testament to one, like guys like Bobby that are embracing whatever role they're asked to do. And then two, like the coaches putting him in that position because it's not just going to be a drop back and sling a game. Like you're going to need to chip and, and do these things. And like, it's, that was cool, man. It was really cool to see how the whole week of preparation led up to that. And yeah. it just came to full fruition. There was, there is a couple times, but you mentioned it that Tunyon just laid him out. Yeah. And you're just like, hot yeah. damn. Yeah. And yeah. you can't you miss it. <laughs> you mentioned it before, Alan Lizard Lazard, buddy. Holy crap. That man yeah. blocks his ass off. Yeah. And he the the story's already coming out. Like for yeah. special teams, they had the yeah. big run back, and he's just like, nah, like we're gonna do this again. So like that never yeah. happened ever again. Like, I'm going in there. Dude, those are the guys we have on this team. That's why it's like you just feel like I don't know, especially in the locker room after the game, man, it's just like, it just feels like this is really, this is what you want a team to look like. Like if you're, yeah. if you're rooting hard for any team, like we don't, it's the guys that aren't like the multi, multi-million dollar players that are stepping up and huge players on this team. Sure. And it elevates everyone. Like it makes your stars even look better. Like it's just, 
it's not just a handful of guys that are doing it. It's like guys like Allen, guys like Bobby, like, I mean, AJ Dillon falling forward for six yards of carry. Like, I don't know what his average was, but like, I feel like every time he was getting the ball, he was falling forward. And then you'd have Aaron Jones come in and he rips one off when he should have a one yard gain at seven. It's like, yep. these guys are just finding ways to, to make like the plays come to life that the coaches are giving us. And it's, I don't know, it's fun to be a part of. Now, I do want to bring something up. Um, Rogers talked about it on the McAvee show today, um, mm-hmm. that his neck is a little stiff uh, because my man decided to go and get his third career catch uh, uh-huh. on, on Sunday there. Yeah. Um, just wanted to see uh, your evaluation uh, as a, a QB and potential yeah. receiver as part of the punt, pass, and kick uh, yeah. competition. How, how did you see it? How was his form? Was it was it good? Were you a little disappointed that he wasn't I able think, to juke some guys? You I kind of think it was smooth and it was a business decision. Like mm-hmm. I think, I think it was a business decision. I think it really came down to him wanting to catch and get down to save the completion percentage, were mm. more so than the catching average. So I think he he valid. didn't he probably wasn't going to say it, but I think it's about the completion percentage. Uh, that's valid, right? Because when the ball's in the air for like those two seconds, you like have just enough time to think, huh? Like that's what was his? Does anyone know what his completion percentage was this you know, game? You know, what, 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 it's gonna it's gonna affect the QBR. I get it. I got you. you Wait, I, mean? I got you here. Yeah. It's uh, let's see, what was his percentage? Hold on, we gotta pull off the stats now. Oh, okay, no, that's not it. Let's see, let's see. I mean, it makes like, listen, it's like when you're in the backyard and you got no friends and you're playing by yourself. Like, I get it. Uh, completion percentage was 69, nice point seven. So maybe he did it literally just to get that number. Like, I imagine I 1000% <laughs> book it that Aaron caught that ball just to get 69% completion percentage. 1000%. That's it. Like, there's One, no like, debate. There's none. Like he's just like, oh man, like if I drop this ball, like it, it's definitely gonna be below sixty nine. We gotta we gotta we gotta do it for the boys. Yeah, we gotta do it for the boys. Had to. One thousand percent. I'm so glad that this came up. Yeah, honestly, the, the entire chat right now is filled with nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like listen, that that's why we love the QBs. That that that's it. Now yep. The game ends, right? Everyone's going wild. Everyone's going nuts. There's video out there that <laughs> ground control is asking the pilot of your plane, like, if they're going nuts, like, if the team is going nuts on the plane. <laughs> so, like, I'm curious on what the locker room was like in Santa Clara, and that's yeah. a long-ass flight home. So, yeah. what I know you were talking about the jet lag today. Yeah. What was, like, the locker room and then moving on to the plane? Was it, like, holy crap, and then, like, it hits me and I'm tired? Or was, like, that, yeah. was that buzz going that entire it time? It was... As soon as we left the locker room, and so you go, you leave the locker room after the game, and then you're on the bus waiting for like the very last guy. And yep. we were probably on the bus for like 45 minutes. So, like, I think the high is on the bus. And then as soon as the bus takes off and you get to the airport, it's like, holy shit, it's late. We're on West Coast time. We have a four hour flight, and we're not going to step foot in a Green Bay until 5 a.m. And I think, yeah, the, the excitement and stuff in the locker room is immediate. Like that's, that's the fun. You got water going everywhere, but I think uh, the plane, the plane rides, I think on those types of games when they're that late or like, they're not fun, but if it's an afternoon game that ends like that, I think it's a lot more fun. Cause you're like, I just want to go home and I want to sleep in my bed. Like that's what I would like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. So wait a minute, you're telling me that like you got to wait for the very last person to be done in that locker room. So you're sitting on the bus that entire time. Yeah. So is there like a guy who takes like, you know, gotta drop names or anything, but like, are we dogging them if they're like taking a long time? And you're like, what the hell are you doing in there? I, I can't say who it is. Cause I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm not dressing for the game. So I shower quick. I get out quick. And then I go on. To the Curse bus efficient. And, yeah. I'm very efficient. I'm, I'm in and out. And then we have guys that we play like game pigeon on our iPhones, like on yeah. the bus. So like, I was waxing Bronson Kafusi and uh, Ben Braden in some games this past week. Um, 
Step but, it up. Yeah, we just we play some games, try to kill time because there's a lot of time, a lot of downtime. For yeah. Sure. So, so like those guys though, like there is a guy, like if there is a guy, it's like last one on the bus and you're like, it's you, like you. Yeah. You. Like, yeah, there, there are other buses where, you know, for sure, like they know who the last one is. Yeah. And just some, like, of them, right. some of them in their defense though, do have like these interviews and stuff after the media and things like that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. All right. That's, that's valid. I yeah. guess uh, we do have to bring him up because he's come up in every single podcast. Uh, Corey Bohorquez, our, uh, yeah. our new punter. Yeah. He's kicking well. You know what? It's the number. The number just holds strong, and uh, he's you know he's a talented guy. But I think that whatever his percentage is, he gets a plus one uh, to yards because of the number. I mean, I I don't know how you could argue yeah. about that. I mean, yeah. it just it just seems what it is. So I want to thank you, mm-hmm. Kurt, for allowing our yeah. punter to be better, yeah, and giving I him mean, that extra boost. Sometimes you just have to pave the way and make a number look good, so someone else can look better once they put the jersey on. You know what? That's that's it. You're, you are a trendsetter, you know, some are leaders and some are followers and yep. you know, that's just, yeah. that's just, that's just how it goes. Now, uh, this week you yes. got a, a matchup with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Which it's like weird because the Steelers heading into this year, you're like, Oh man, like that defense is going to yeah. be like rocking. They're going to, they're yeah. going to be hard hitting <laughs> TJ Watt, you know, whole nine yards. And I'm sure yeah. in the QB room, a lot of the focus is going to be on TJ Watt regardless if he's playing or not, right? Because you're assuming that he's going to play play him. Yeah. They lose to the Bengals pretty badly mm-hmm. last week. Is there still that sense of like, we are going up against a playoff football team like right now. And like, that's kind of the mentality he- heading into week four. Yeah. I, I do. I do think it's safe to say like every week feels like that though. It's not yeah. just like, we know they have good players. We know they're a talented team. And at any point in time, they could turn it on. Like it, you you hope to catch teams like this when they're down. Um, I think that's just kind of like the vibe of the NFL. But um, this is definitely like 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 every team. But this is definitely a team that you look at and you're like, okay, like we got to be on our stuff. Yeah. No, I mean that makes a lot of sense. So, I mean, it also has to be nice too. Like you have a normal week, in which you have uh, yeah. kind of like that that little bit of uh, <clears throat> routine is is, yeah. is back in there. Because yeah. listen, you're not just prepping you, you listen we, we talk about these guys here and like oh they're superstar athletes and hall of famers yeah. and stuff but like they're playing football okay like they're they're prepping for football they're doing yeah. the job which is exactly what you're doing as well yeah. however you're going above and you're going beyond Kurt no Benford, because you're not just training you're not just prepping for what's going on in the gridiron yep because at this moment you are training for yet another tournament right Yes. It's a tournament of champions, one that you you know success so well. Taste it. Back to back champion. The best Fortnite player in the freaking fracking NFL. Going for the three peat. I need it. This year. <clears throat> now, Kurt, listen, you know, we could talk about football all day. You know, in your training regimen, and I'm sure, you know, we eat and all that great stuff. What's your training regimen like right now when game time yeah. is, is coming on? What, what are we doing? Are we flossing, you know, for 30 minutes in the morning? You know, what, what's, what are we looking at? You know, it's, it's as soon as I get the baby to bed at night and <laughs> my day is done and I've done all my preparation for football and the time that most people on the team would then be watching Netflix or sleeping, chilling, chilling scrolling on TikTok. Not me. I'm going to be no. grinding Fortnite. I'm going to be grinding those arena points. Yeah. And I am going to be playing with, 
throughout the entire Fortnite season until this comes to fruition, I have a partner that I'm going to be playing with, and we call him Muchacho. Okay. And his, his name is Nick. He's, I think, 15 now, might be 16. High school kid that is going to be my duo partner for Fortnite. And oh. we are going to go absolutely nuts and, and rack up these points. Now, wait a minute. Was this someone who was hand-selected? By- I met I met Nick. So we call him Muchacho. That's his Muchacho. nickname. Got it. Got it. Got it. Nicolas Muchacho. We, uh, we met him when I was streaming like three years ago. He was okay. 12 at the time. And he comes into my shit and is just absolutely bodying everyone. And we're like, who the hell is this kid? His name at the time was just Young Nick. That's what everyone called him, Young Nick. Nobody knew him anything. What a and, badass. And so this kid is like above and beyond better than everyone we're playing with. And we're like, all right, we got to get some games in with him. And then it literally just became like Nick was our for- like a part of our Fortnite trio. And that's just, it was what it was. Like it was me and another guy and we're all old. And then it's, it's Nick, 13-year-old Nick. And like we, I had to text his mom when I went to the streamer bowl in uh in miami like two years ago so his mom dropped him off at the hotel we were staying at so we could take him to the Fortnite event so nick nick lives in miami where the where the streamer bowl was and it was just like this this one little this kid who came into my shit and was just dogging us then becomes like a family friend and so me and muchacho are about to go for the three-peat and run it back that's (laughs) this is the coolest shit in the world that's fun. Like I imagine mom just like pulling up in the station wagon yep. and it's just like, okay, honey, you go, you go play the Fortnite with the, with the NFL QB. Like literally they pulled up in like, like just an SUV, like a little older SUV, his sister's in the car seat next to him. He gets out of the front. He's got his little backpack on and uh, he brought me. So I didn't have G fuel at the time. Like G fuel is like one of my sponsors. Yeah. And so he, he used to buy G fuel. Like that was one of the things he liked to buy online. And uh, he brings me a water bottle with pre-G Fuel in it. Like, he shook it up and stuff for me. He's like, hey, I brought you G Fuel for the tournament. <laughs> and, I mean, it was, it was awesome, dude. It was the coolest shit in the world. Freaking muchacho, man. He's like, thanks, man. Mrs. Muchacho. Appreciate it. Yep. You know, I'll have him yep. hold my seven. That, that's- Literally. I was I was like, well, we should be done around this time. Like, I'll make sure, like, I give the heads up and all that stuff. So, this time, I'm pretty sure, as long as Streamer Bowl is in person, which it should be, I'm going to fly him out to California when we go uh, to Streamer Bowl this year so he can be a part of all the events and stuff. That'd be cool. Phenomenal. Yeah. Like that, that, I'm so glad that we talked about this because just for that story alone. Like this is the cool, like one of the, like, there's just like some of the cool shit in gaming that like you never would know. But yeah, Muchacho, man, he's, he's nasty. If he, like, if he had a better PC and stuff, like, I legitimately think he could be one of like the bigger name people in Fortnite, but he just doesn't have a good enough PC to stream and play at the same time. So I'm definitely like, that's like something down the line that I'm working on. We, we, uh, well, listen, like once yeah. we have the Hall of Fame career and we're making millions, then it's like, muchacho, yeah. muchacho, I got you. <clears throat> yeah, he's uh, we, he was young Nick, he had a little squeaky voice, and then <laughs> comes back after summer and a man doesn't have puberty. a squeaky voice, turns into muchacho, and <laughs> it's just insane. He's like, he's like, like, he's like, like hey, Mr. Ben Kurt, and then it's like, hello, Mr. Ben Kurt, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, muchacho, we went through a metamorphosis over the summer, yeah, literally. Okay. All right. So we're feeling confident though. I mean, so we're, we're yeah. just playing up against other NFL players. Yeah. So how it works is you have like two months of um, like, it's an open, open competition where like you just rack up as many, uh, it's like a ranked playlist points as you can. For like standing and, purposes. I'm yeah. Assuming. So yeah. it's like that standing is what matters for winning like best in the league. And then once that's done, you go into a draft where these pro players draft the NFL players. So 
I won like when it was just that standing. I've, that's what I've won two years in a row. And then you go into the draft and then you get drafted with a pro. And then there's only like another, another person, like a random person that gets drafted, like as a part of a, like just like the community stuff they do. Um, but then you play in that tournament for like a million plus in like prize money for charity. So that's phenomenal. The first year we came in third place in the main event, which like, okay, I think I was drafted like ninth or 10th or something like that. So I was like a no-name guy who's just good at Fortnite. Nobody really knew about what I did off the field. So I got drafted lower. But me and Aiden, uh, he's a big controller player for he plays um Warzone professionally now. Uh-huh. We we like climbed it and like we almost came in first place and we got screwed on the very last game. It was it was definitely like officiating related, but I'll go into that another time. But then next year was this last year and I played with Buga who um he won the whole thing when he was like 16 years old, made three million off that tournament. And he picked me. This is pretty sweet. So we're obviously going for the three peat, and it's going to be cakewalk. Yeah. It's it's not. It's, it's just going to be. Yeah, unless ride. there's some like river rats out there that are just grinding and that I don't know about. There's a handful of guys that I do know about that I have to just stay ahead of. But unless there's like some random, random new kids that just have a lot more time than me because they're not a dad. <laughs> that's the only way I see I, myself uh, letting this thing go. Listen, I'm assuming the family understands, right? Yeah. We're sitting oh, the baby yeah. down, and we're like, listen. This is for your future. Okay. That ass of like this is for this is for understand what comes from this. Like I listen, I've seen I've seen the TikToks in Target. You're like, you want to keep on filling that shopping cart? Yep. This is what daddy's gotta do. Daddy's gotta gotta go make that bread. (laughs) Go make that bread. That's no (laughs) doubt. That's it. Now, speaking of video games, um I saw there was a little uh commotion uh last week. You had a little bit of uh problem with Madden. Yeah, uh, but then again, that's every day that ends in a Y. Yeah, no. Uh, but I heard they actually got and reached out to you, or you reached yeah. out to them and actually so, responded. So I've been like running away. I've been kind of like throwing jabs at Madden for I mean, fucking forever. Who but is? Then it? I also post like I do post the other side of it when things work out as they should. But somebody reached out to me for Madden and was like, "Hey, dude, like I really love your content. Like you're like you're one of the few people that I really enjoy watching. Like do what you're doing and stuff. Um, like." Like not just bashing Madden the whole time. Um, they're like, you're bringing like a whole unique perspective to like kind of that space. We'd love to hear feedback from you and this and that, and open up that line of communication. And then after that, um, the like Clint, who's like the main guy that runs Madden, uh, I don't know exactly what his role is, but Clint reached out to me and was like, hey, like, would you be cool with hopping on an email thread and just throwing things in there that you find like that don't really align with how the game is really played in real life? And so Clint. Yeah, so he read out, he reached out to me, and I, we started that open line of communication. Um, okay. And then someone else else also mentioned like potentially bringing me in like to do consulting work in the off season. Oh, so hopefully, hopefully it's not just like a, a thing that drops off because I really think like yeah, give me a few days at the headquarters and I can can rip you to shreds. Yeah, so, and be like, this is what sucks. Make respectfully. This yeah, respectfully, respectfully yeah. this is hot garbage. Let me well, make for it me, better. like I'm not bringing a perspective of like make the game as real as possible. I'm like, sure. I know what can be made possible from a video game standpoint, just from that background. So like, let's find a medium ground where it's not like I'm asking you to do things I know you can't do. Yeah, but, like exactly. there are there are things that like, like if I make my DB play inside leverage, you should never fucking run a slant on me ever. You can run a thousand outs on me. I don't yeah. care. But if I ask my DBs to run inside leverage, don't be, don't let them run slants on me. If, yeah, you're like, 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 let me lose the game of guessing versus the game of Madden being Madden. So that's now, that's kind of those are the things that I'm gonna bring to like 
in real life, if we double somebody, like we're going to actually double him. It's not going to be two yeah. people playing the same leverage. So you both get beat inside. Like that's, mm. that's the shit I'm trying to fix with Madden at least. So like it's, I don't, I don't care about the cheese stuff. Like that stuff's always going to be like, it is, always it is it'll be new, but at least let the foundational part of football that you learn like day one, let that, let those things stand and be real. Let that be representative of the game. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, the also important question that comes out of that as well is yeah. uh, what are they going to be doing about your rating? Because, uh, I mean, listen, I'm just saying, like, you're doing Dude, some consultant work. If I don't, if I don't at least, like, if I don't at least get in the 60s after this, I I would, I would rather, I'm not going to say I'd do it for free because I, I want to get paid. No, you get paid. A big we deal. We get paid. But I would get, I would rather get paid less from them and them get my rating up to where it should be. Mm. respectfully um not in the like in the 50s like you shitting me what are we doing here i mean i've i and the, the other thing that that does frustrate me with madden ratings is like once you're not the starter and there's all the backups they don't really care it doesn't matter I, and i get that but don't let me like i can go and compare myself to other guys that are in the 60s and and show you clip for clip just don't don't let don't don't make me go down that route just to get in the 60s i shouldn't be a 55 i mean Brett Goody's got a number that he thinks. Uh, That's all I'm saying, man. I'm not asking for 70s. I'm asking for 69. That's it. That's it. That's it. I I I started. I posted a TikTok like two days or a couple of days ago that was me throwing an out route in Madden into the dirt, and then me throwing it in real life in stride. And I'm gonna keep doing that shit all season long as I continue to play out these Madden seasons until I get. Uh, at least raise the awareness. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're not there at the practice squad. You're not seeing what's going on. Yeah. Fine. I get it. I get it. Yep. But at least raise the awareness. Yeah, something. Okay. Pull up the preseason footage yeah. and get it going. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You can't tell me that you, if you watched me in preseason, you would have thought I was a 55 overall player. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Pull up the tape. Pull, Pull up the tape. tape. Pull the He's tape. slinging it. EA. That's it. What are we doing here? It's garbage. That's it. It's garbage. It's just garbage. Now, how are we taking a, a break for Madden? Because now the, Focal point for the next few months is going to be Fortnite. Yeah, I'm taking like a not like a crazy break, but I'll, I'll make sure that I get my. I'll probably play the because I'm doing a Madden season now where I'm playing as myself. I'll probably play mm. two games every other week, so I still play four games a month just to kind of keep that series going. But I definitely have okay. to uh, secure the bag here with Fortnite. All right, so you tell me as soon as that tournament is over yeah. and you're basically at your lowest Madden skill. Then we'll definitely play against no each doubt. other. That's like the one point I'll be like, all right, now. No <laughs> I don't think I it'll matter. Force, I can score six here. <laughs> like we can, oh we, can we, we can get this smoke here. Like we're, we're gonna be rocking and rolling. Yep. Uh Kurt, uh, I wanted to take a couple fan questions uh yeah. while I had you here. Uh before I so folks, if you want to ask Kurt Ben Kurt any questions, uh feel free to do so as uh we start to wrap this up a little bit and get it going. Now uh Kurt. Yeah, people have been asking me. They've been DMing me questions about oh, yeah. to, to ask you because we had off last week and they were like, yeah. "Dove eh, Kurt Ben Kurt," yeah. and I was like, "Listen, guys, yeah, I had a game." Okay, they were feeding. They were feeding for this. I love it. Yeah, they, they were. They were. They were. So one of the big questions that came out that I actually messaged you about. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the middle of one of my streams on a Friday night Q and A. It was Friday night. We had a Friday night Q and A, and we're just we're talking, mm-hmm. and. uh Question gets posed to the chat of basically what and we don't have to answer here, but like what QB could you beat up in a fight? And me being me, and like we had a couple beers at that point, you know, we were rocking, yeah. we were vibing, we were feeling good. So I'm just like, I'm gonna ask. He's not yeah. gonna answer, but we're gonna ask. And I ask, and the response was so <laughs> legendary and oh, set man. the chat off so hard. Let's go. 
in which you responded, you know I can't answer that, but I'm not afraid of anyone. And the chat, as soon as those words leave my lips, the chat goes wild. Let's go. They go wild. Yep. And so I just, I think the confidence, it's not even really a question. It's just a confidence. It's just like, I'm not afraid to get knocked out. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I'm not afraid to box anybody because I'm not afraid to get knocked out. So we're all just throwing. It doesn't, somebody's going to get knocked out. And it might be me, it might not, but I'm not afraid to fight anybody. Yeah. So that's that's just kind of like that's just that's just where I'm at. Like, yeah, if I go if I go up against a guy like Cam Newton, who's just obviously massive, way bigger than me, I'll probably get knocked out. Probably. But I'm not afraid to get knocked oh, out. Oh, we're not afraid. No, no doubt. Not afraid. That's it. Now, all right, here Brett Goody has a question. He says, without giving too much away, what can you tell us about what goes on in the QB room? Oh, I'm assuming a lot of footage mm-hmm. watching, a lot of uh, Aaron Rodgers trying to get you to join his book club. A lot of footage, no book club, but we do talk about, we do talk about conspiracies. We talk about a lot of fun things. There's a lot of fun in our room, but it has to be fun because it is, it is so long. Like there are so many meetings. The days are so long. Like you have to break it up and go shoot basketball. Like you have to go shoot hoops, like play. Sure. uh, I think we call it sevens where it's like, if you make shots in a a row, uh, they add up. So we do a bunch of that stuff. We throw darts, like, we we follow along college football. We just have a bunch of different like mini games, kind of like feels like Mario Party mini games all the time. Let's go. So that's kind of that's just kind of how you keep like the monotonous season from being like that. You just always have something to look forward to. Every you day break it up be, a little bit and be like, yeah. after this hour, we get to I get to rock it with Yoshi. Mm-hmm. Like I got it. Yep. I got you. I pick up your throwing down. Zach yep. asked a question here. Now be careful. He is a Bears fan. All right. So my condolences are right. But he says, Do you ever have a career? <laughs> have a- in your career, a game like Fields did this week where he always had pressure in his face and got sacked nine times. Yeah. My buddy Justin Fields got uh, eight. Yeah, it was uh, my bowl game my senior year against Navy in Annapolis. And it was like 15 degrees, 30-mile-per-hour wind. So it was a game where, like, you want to run the ball. But we got down, like, 28-7 to seven so fast that it was just, like, they pinned their ears back. We had to throw every play. Nothing was working, like, it's impossible to throw in that like those conditions like consistently yeah um that, that was definitely like a game that was like all right let's just get this thing over with because there's no chance we lost like 49 to 7 i just want to leave just want to yeah, like if this is not how i pictured my last college game going yeah no but you're like okay cool time to go to the pros now and never yeah i'm like all right let's let's get out of here let's let, let's go luke uh asking an embarrassing question uh what line would you expect in a madden game between you and tom all right, Kurt. Well, this is going to be an interesting answer. I would expect minus 21 for me because after that point, he has to pass the sticks. <laughs> so, you know what? Yeah. I respect it. I uh, I, I respect <laughs> it. Zach donating a five or saying, are you afraid to tackle Derrick Henry? This just seems like logic. Again, it won't, I mean, I will just go straight for his ankles. And if he wants to hurdle me, feel free. But, like, I'm closing my eyes, I'm turning my shoulders, and I'm going straight for his shins slash ankles slash maybe his knee but i've seen guys get knocked out by getting knee to the head so yeah, you get a good old knee to the head and you're like i'm done now yeah, i'm going straight for sh- like i will never ever even think about going head up with somebody why like would that. you do that no yeah. why no why would you ever do that no, and John's gonna ask him, does he have his own youtube channel yes kurt banker does have his own youtube channel the links are in the description you can go you can check oh. that out he's on twitch a lot too so please go over and yes. subscribe and follow mm-hmm. and do all that great wonderful Thank stuff you. And get it done because my man Kurt Benker. Are you going live after this? Yeah, I'll be live after this. We're going live after mm. this on the Twitch. Yes, sir. Yeah. A lot of Fortnite if you're into that. 
<laughs> a lot of Fortnite, a lot of dancing. With Muchacho, Muchacho's coming through. Listen, if you want to see the legend Muchacho, like yes. this is your chance. This I is- might, I might get fucking Muchacho hoodies made just because. I feel if, like we got if we if we got Muchacho hoodies made and gave all the profits to Muchacho to get a better PC, do you think we raise enough to get him a PC? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think it's possible. Let are you post it on the TikTok? Like you post yeah. it like, like you post it, we make it make it go a little viral. You got listen, oh, yeah. we get a little like we get some we get some clips of Muchacho, yep. maybe Muchacho saying a little something, something. Boom. What I want it to be is like a stick figure of me and then like just like a Packers helmet, and then holding Muchacho's hand and a stick figure of him with a sombrero. And then all of it says on the bottom is Muchacho and me. I think it'd be awesome. I think, yeah. No, I think I think, I think I'm, that, I'm gonna work on that. That's the play. Yeah. That's that's the play, and that's it. There was uh, one more question that yeah. I did want to ask, and I had it. I had it. Oh, there you go, Stephen. Do you think that rookie? Oh, look, and it's a picture of me with Stephen. Let's go. Did. Oh man, look at that. Sorry. Let's go. My hair was great that day. Do you think that uh, rookie QBs coming off a career year in college have more pressure on them or less pressure than those who don't come off a career year in college entering the draft or the league? Mm. So you're saying like, like there's a guy like Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence more pressure than a guy like, uh, fuck, like the guy that just had to play for the Texans. Mills. Oh, Davis Mills. General yeah. Davis Mills. Yes. Yeah. I would say that that's a double-edged sword because guys like Trevor Lawrence will give – they will always get the benefit of the doubt because they probably went to a bad team and they always are seen as the talented guy that will give more – you'll give more time to them to let them develop. But a guy like Davis Mills, who I think was third round or fourth round – Yeah, third. You go in and suck, you might get written off immediately. Yeah. Like, so that's, 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 that's valid. a double-edged sword. Like – I would say there are higher expectations for a first round pick, but there also is a threshold that you cannot play under as a guy that's like third round and beneath because your your time sure. is that short. So you can just get cut and then that's it. Yeah, like like a guy like me, like if I went in and sucked, like I would probably never touch foot in the locker room again. Yeah. Just because there's going to be another undrafted guy or another guy in my shoes that they're like, oh, we'll just bring him in. Like it doesn't matter. So I think there's that's a double-edged sword. Well, I think it's also like it's that old adage, right? Of like, is it better for like a rookie QB coming in? Is it better to sit or is it better to like start immediately and get thrown into the fire? And like that you say that like when and you're going to bad teams, if you're getting picked real early, like, you know, you're going to get hit like you're going to get hit. Like you might not have the receivers. You might not have that support group around you. It's going to be rough. I like you 1000 percent should sit like there are just so many things that behind the scenes of how to be a pro that you don't know until you know, and you've gone through it. And I'm in year four and I'm still at the point where I'm like, like, damn, if I had to play two years ago, I wouldn't have known this or this that could have helped me. Like, yeah, you can still play well, but like you'll never be as good as you are the longer you wait. So. Well, and that was the thing too. Like you were saying that when you were with the Falcons, like the the first like couple of years, it's just learning, right? It's just like learning and absorbing as much as you possibly can. Cause you're like, there's such a, a gap between yep. college and then also in the NFL. And that's like every yeah. player I've ever talked to, especially at the QB position, yeah. but you're looking at like corner or God, like tight end, yeah. right? Like some of the hardest positions to, to transition yeah. to. Yeah. That, that sitting time is like, okay, good. I get to learn without dying yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah. There, there are some positions that it's better to play young because I think there are some, there are some like beauty to not knowing everything as like a receiver yeah. sometimes and like a DB sometimes like, sure just kind of in your own world, but like a quarterback and like those positions that like a tight end, like you said, I could think that's one of the harder positions to play because you need to know the yep. entire route tree and you need to know every protection. And yep. the only other person that needs to know that is the quarterback. 
So there's some crossover there, but I, I agree with you. And then the final thing, are the Packers Super Bowl tier or playoff tier? What is that? What is that? That's a it's, terrible – That's Ed, Rebecca, come on. Come on, Super Rebecca. Edit. Come on before. now. Come, come on, on now. now. You see that? But, ladies and gentlemen, Kurt Benkert crushing it on Kurt Benkert Tuesdays once again. I wish you all the luck this Sunday against the Steelers. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be looking for what we're rocking on the feet. I'm going to yeah. see, see, see what we got. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what else I can bring to the table this week. might be the same as last week because those were fresh, but you'll see the, you'll see the grass stains. For is, sure. that, is that Lambeau again? Should mm-hmm. be a high-energy game. I love it. I love uh, it. The links noon, are all noon, in the 1 o'clock game? Noon, noon game for us, 1 o'clock game, Eastern? Oh, no, it's, it's 4. It's 4? It's I, I, I never looked. I assumed it was pretty early. <laughs> 425, technically. I, I swear, I don't know who we play the week after. Like, I don't know who we play next week. I, I never know. Bengals. Like, Bengals. Couldn't, couldn't have told you. I just know, like, that week who we have. And then as soon as that game's done, I look to the next Giddy week. But, man. like, I can never make plans for that stuff. I'm always one week at a time. That's all, right. that's all you can do. You can't look past yeah. an opponent. It's one week at a time, that's and, and that's it. By the way, I just realized something, too. Mm-hmm. Now, I have an Aaron Rodgers signed mini helmet here and a Jordan Love mm. signed mini helmet here. I'm going to get the trifecta. Might have to get the trifecta. Going. Might have to get, let's, let's, get it. But let's get Kurt, it. Tell the people, all the links are in the description, but all there. tell the people what you got going on. What should they be looking for? Yeah. We know you're going live on the Twitch right after yeah. this concludes. Mm. We got a, we got a few cool events coming up. We have the Super Bowl coming up like at the Super Bowl time. Then we have the NFL PA open leading up to that. That's Fortnite. Um, I have a few new sponsors that I just signed with and announced um, currently in the works for a Packers favorite quick trip. I was going to say quick trip. I saw quick it potentially trip. on Twitter. Quick trip. Quick trip. So that's, that's almost done. Uh, that's going to be really cool. I'm going to do some cool content with them. Um, just all things Wisconsin, man. Just really embracing green Bay. So that's it, it'll, be, it'll be dope. We got a lot of cool things coming. That's it. I love it. Kurt, appreciate, appreciate you as it. always coming no on. Doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, Thanks so much for watching. Make sure you go check out Kurt. He'll be live streaming right after this. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, go pack go.